Oh, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 59, and this is my weekly recap show where I go through all of the major WWE and AEW shows, give you the recap, let you know what's going on storyline-wise, let you know if there's any really good matches that you should stop and go watch, and if you should avoid the show entirely. So we'll kick it off with Monday Night Raw. They were in North Carolina this week, and we got some sad news to start out everything. Uh, Rest in peace to superstar Billy Graham. He passed away this week. I'm not going to lie. I thought Billy Graham passed away a long, long time ago. So, um, I mean, I'm aware of this guy. He is the wrestler that inspired Hulk Hogan. He was a very big, important wrestler back in his time. And, uh, I mean, what a career for him. A very, very influential guy. I remember so vividly when I first kind of really got into wrestling, they were showing off the documentary about Billy Graham, and that's why I thought he passed away shortly in and around that time, because he went through a lot of medical problems, so if, uh, I've heard it was a really good documentary, never actually watched it myself, maybe I'll, I'll check that one out at some point, but uh, rest in peace to superstar Billy Graham. Now we'll start off with Raw, it's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in the ring. Sami is amped to get his hands on Roman Reigns at Night of Champions. Then the Judgment Day interrupt. Kevin says, hell nah. He doesn't care about the bloodline. He just wants to fight the Judgment Day right here, right now. Sammy wants to hear them out for some reason. Dom gets booed a whole bunch. Judgment Day attack, and then Sammy chases them all off. Pretty good start. I mean, Sammy calling out Roman was uh, it was good. And then after that, it just kind of fell off once Judgment Day came out. But yeah, not the best start. We got Shinsuke versus The Miz. Shinsuke laying down a beating on The Miz, stiff-looking knee right to the head that looked tasty. Miz blinds the referee, almost steals a win with the skull-crushing finale, but Shinsuke has his feet on the ropes. I believe his feet just kind of fell onto the ropes. Shinsuke rises from the dead. He hits the Kinshasa, pins and wins. Good to see Shinsuke getting back to his strong style. And The Miz, man, again, underrated. He's in there getting his ass kicked. It was a good match. Seven out of ten. We got a women's tag match. It's getting postponed because Liv Morgan is injured, uh, seriously injured. Chelsea and Sonia complain, so Green gets a match against Raquel Rodriguez later on. Corey Graves interviews Seth frickin' Rollins. An alright segment here. It was really nice to see uh, footage of the good old days with The Shield and Dean Ambrose or John Moxley. It was nice to see that you know he was still in the footage, so they haven't like erased him or anything. It was it was okay. We got Gunther, he's making his big debut, says nobody is worthy, so they're going to have a battle royale right now for a Intercontinental Championship shot, so we go to the Intercontinental Battle Royale, we got the male models, uh, they eliminate Dexter Loomis, and he just death stares them, they end up getting eliminated shortly after that, and they have a nice stare off, so maybe they're going to have something with the male models, Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis, I mean, eh. We got Ziggler eliminating JD McDonough. I am ultra mega super upset by this. And then Ziggler is eliminated right after that. J- um, JD McDonough grabs Dolph and just whoops his ass. So possibility of JD McDonough McDonough versus Dolph Ziggler. I mean, oh baby, that would be some good shit. We got Viking Raiders going after Alpha Academy in this one. That was a really good moment. Bronson takes out Otis and Ivar. Then the remainder gang up on Bronson, eliminating him. Gunther orders Imperium to attack Riddle. Bronson eliminates him. 
I guess he wasn't eliminated at that point. It's down to Ricochet, Bronson Reed, and Mustafa Ali. Bronson with Ricochet on his shoulders. He's in a really bad spot. He's on the apron. Ali soars through the air, hits them, and they both fall out to the floor. And Mustafa Ali wins the Battle Royale. Hot diggity. I did not see that one coming. Freaking massive win for Mustafa Ali. Might be the biggest one in his career. Uh, He gets a huge fireworks show like he won the Royal Rumble or something. I mean, it was a great little mini rumble right here. It was almost like just cut a a regular Royal Rumble in half and then cut it in half one more time and you have this. It was freaking good. Bronson Reed by far was the MVP. He looked like an absolute beast. He was very, very prominent throughout the whole match. Thumbs up for him. And they set up a lot of potential matchups throughout this thing. It was very well done. I'm going to give it a 8 out of 10. Great Royale. We got Becky Lynch. She is cutting a promo on Trish Stratus. Calls her out for a match at Night of Champions. And a good little fired up promo here from the man Becky Lynch. I'll give her a thumbs up for that. We got Rhea Ripley getting into an exchange of words backstage with Natalia. Rhea tells Natalia to stay in her lane, and I agree with this. Mustafa backstage, he is on cloud nine until he walks into Imperium. Gunther says he is going to crush him, and Ali says he will embarrass him. Uh, pretty good interaction right here. Positive Ali might actually be pretty alright, man. Uh, so far, so good. And, uh, I mean, fuck, uh, that's the best thing I've seen out of Mustafa in a while, acting like a cocky prick in the back. I mean, it's not bad. It's pretty good. We got Xavier Woods versus Dominic Mysterio with Rhea Ripley. Dom hides behind his mommy. Xavier pulls out a military press gut buster. Doesn't look the best, but it's, I mean, such a sick move. So, like, half thumbs up. Dom using shenanigans, rolling up Xavier here for the W. And it was a really good performance from Xavier, man. He's putting in the work. I'm liking that we're seeing more of Xavier. Hoping for a good push out of him this year. And Dom, man, just drawing the heat as always. People booing the bejesus out of him. Solid match overall. We move on to a video segment for J.D. McDonough. Oh, baby. He calls us all fools. I love it. JD gets interviewed quick about attacking Ziggler. It's because he wants to make a statement, duh, and hooray. JD is getting some airtime. It looks like they actually have a plan for him. Gonna fight with some uh, Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler's gonna make him look like a million bucks. I'm a happy boy. We got Indusher with Jinder Mahal versus two really scared jobbers. I don't know their names. Beer and Sangha squash the two for a bit. Too long, honestly. The crowd isn't too into it, but I thought it was like, I thought they looked good, man. Like, Veer and Sangha, they're really aggressive in the ring. Uh, I believe it's Veer. He's kind of the smallerish one. That dude has got some serious athletic abilities. He can, when he jumps, he gets ridiculously high up in the air. I mean, not to, it's, you know, it's a squash match. It is what it is. We'll see. I know it's, they kind of been around for, I don't know, like a year now. And we've seen maybe four matches out of these guys all squash match varieties so I'm hoping that we get to see more out of them because I think they could actually be a really good team now we move on it is Gunther he finds Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn backstage he didn't like the disrespect shown towards them Kevin Owens on 27 cups of coffee or something he goes off and they are going to fight next week I mean oh I love Kevin Owens man the way that he just talks back he's just it just he's great man he's very entertaining he doesn't he doesn't follow a script or anything he's just kevin being kevin and it's hilarious 
And we got Cody Rhodes. He cuts a promo in the ring. Shaky start uh, with the Scorpion and the Frog story. Have no idea what that was about, but Cody's so popular he can get away with it. Cody does get back on track. He calls out Brock Lesnar and his busted up face. Uh, overall, not the best promo, but I mean, the crowd freaking loves them, so it's okay. We got Raquel Rodriguez fighting uh, Chelsea Green with Sonya Deville. Uh, really cool reverse Alabama slam into the ropes by Raquel. I mean, I love an Alabama slamma, and if you're going to reverse that shit, I like that too. Thumbs up. We got Rodriguez hits a one-arm powerbomb for the W right here. Pretty solid match. I mean, Sonya with some shenanigans helping Chelsea at times. She looked impressive, though. Raquel celebrating. She gets jumped by Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. They demand a title shot or receive a beating every week until they get it. Shayna knees Raquel in the face and they bounce. Pretty decent spot right there. Gunther backstage. He's all over this show. He's shaking hands with... Paul Heyman, oh snap, wheeling and dealing, we'll see what's going on with that, uh, that's that's all he did, they shook hands, so that could be a relationship, maybe Imperium comes out at some point and helps Roman Reigns with one of his title matches, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Now we got Finn Balor and Damian Priest of Judgment Day versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, non-title match right here, Finn calls out Mommy and Dom for help. They get caught doing shenanigans, and they get ejected shortly after that. Xavier attacks Dom Mysterio on the stage. They fight off into the crowd. Paul Heyman makes his arrival, talking on the phone. Now it's Imperium joining the party, distracting Sami Zayn. Finn hits the coup de gras, pins, and JD with a big ol' win over the tag team champions. Uh, crazy amount of cooks in the kitchen, man. I mean, was it honestly necessary for Rhea Ripley and Dom to come out? They came out, and then they left, like, shortly after that. Don't, don't understand why they needed to be out there. Uh, but with all the extra stuff, it was still a good match in the ring. Tried and true Sammy and Kevin Owens tag team formula with, with the hot tags and stuff. But the, the double length and shenanigans just, uh, yeah, it kind of took away from the overallness of the match. And that's the end of the show. I thought it was a good Raw. Really loved the use of that Royal little mini rumble right there. Uh, love me a good rumble. Good showcase for the new arrivals and everything. And they set up some future matches. JD McDonough versus Ziggler. I mean, oh my god, I want that right now. Gunther, like I said, all over the show. He's getting a lot of spotlight. Imperium looks like they're all that whole group is getting a big old push. And keep it up, Raw. Good stuff again. I'm going to give you a 7 out of 10 for Monday Night Raw. And we will move on now to NXT 2.0. We got Cora Jade and Fallon Hemley kicking off the show with a women's NXT Championship Tournament quarterfinals match. Cora hits the double arm DDT, pins and advances. Uh, I love you, Cora, but that was a disappointing match. It was fine, just nothing really too special. Picking apart the injured Henley throughout the match, it was okay. We got Kiana and Thea Hale tripping each other backstage. Thea says she's going to kick her ass. And I like that. Thea could be the next big thing, man. I don't know. The way that she's been uh, progressing over the last year, I love her fired-up attitude. She is hyper as hell. She's entertaining. I like her. We're going to start seeing more of her in the ring, I imagine. And I have a good feeling about her, man. I think Thea Hale could be big in NXT. We got Joe Gacy. He jumps Wesley and Tyler Bate backstage. We move on to Carmelo and Trick. They storm the ring to call out Braun Breaker. 
But instead, they get Dempsey and Drew Gulak, the crowd calling Dempsey Willy Wonka. I mean, that is hilarious. I've always thought he looked more like a young William Regal, but now that they called him Willy Wonka, I can't unsee it. That is Gene Wilder right there. That's that's some good shit crowd right there. I'm going to give y'all a thumbs up for that. Brawl breaks out. Trick and Mello come out on top with that one. We move on to the Creed Bros with Ivy Nile versus the Dyad with Ava Rain. Creed's passing the dyad around into suplexes. I mean, stupid strength right there. I mean, uh, it looked, it was like, I couldn't, I can't even imagine the level of difficulty there was to do that. Passing a dude around like that, the balance, the strength, out of control. Thumbs up for that. We got Julius and the dyad guy with hair. I, I don't remember his name right now, but they were yelling at each other while they're both on top of the ropes. And then they both hit 450 splashes. I mean, that was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Ava and Niall, they're fighting on the outside. Julius picks up the pin here, and the Creeds win. Hell of a tag team match, man, between two really, really good teams. I'm a big fan of both of these teams. Hard-hitting, fast-paced, and some really good big spots. 7.5 out of 10. Good fight. Creeds call out Gallus for a match at Battleground for the championships. That should be some good shit. We got Tony D. He gets taken in for questioning as Stax is surprised Pikachu about it. Oh, no. We got Noam Dar with the Supernova Sessions with his guest, Dragon Lee. I like the setup of this show. You got kind of two sides. You got Noam Dar's side with the nice couch, nice food, flowers. And then you got Dragon Lee's side, a shitty chair, sad cup of water, and dead flowers. I mean, that's that's some good shit. Thumbs up. Dar and Lee arguing. Out comes Nathan Frazier and his hair. Frazier and Dragon convince Noam Dar to defend his Heritage Cup at Battleground. Pretty solid segment. Love the set of the Super Session thing, but, uh, you know, it's a talk show segment. It's rather really good or just meh. It was fine. We got Ilya Dragunov getting tortured for some reason by Dijak, but Dragunov is, like, cool with it, so I don't know if they're, like, really weird friends. I I don't know. All I want to, I just want to see him fight. So, they're doing a torture thing. Probably going to have a fight at some point. We got Trick and Carmelo versus Dempsey and Drew Gulak. Trick and Mello working well, like really well together, like a well-oiled machine. They hit the nothing but net for the W, and it was an alright tag match. Mello calls out Braun Breaker again. Breaker appears on screen, and he is at the Carmelo's Barbershop. He's making all of his buddies at the shop really uncomfortable, and yeah, that's that's all there was with that. We got Noam Dar again. He meets up with Lash Legend backstage and Miss Jackson. Uh, Lash goes off about uh, the talk show. She's going to have one as well. And yeah, I mean, it was nice to see Lash Legend. I I liked her. haven't seen her in a long time. So maybe she's going to be more involved with NXT going on uh, from here on out. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, moving on, it's Thea Hale with Duke Hudson versus Kiana James. I like the backstage, backstage segment with Thea Hale and Duke. Duke, like... Get, lets her have the match, but he, like, forgets about it 10 minutes later. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 no, we'll go, we'll go. So we got the match. Duke doesn't offer up much assistance. Uh, he's just too busy grading papers on the outside. Kiana picks up the W. It was a quick match, fired up performance from Hale. Pretty decent. And we got Hank and Tank. They are chatting with Brooks and Jensen backstage. Hank and Tank, they are convinced that they need to fight each other to make themselves better. It's a bold strat- strategy, Cotton, but I think it's going to be good, man. Like, I, I, I still think that Hank and Tank have a bright future in NXT. 
We got Wesley. He power walks to the ring, calls out the schism for jumping them earlier in the show. Gacy and Ava appear trying to confuse Wesley. Then out comes Tyler Bate. He has heard enough. He arrives. He tells Gacy he's got a receipt incoming for him. Bate also admits he would like a shot at the North American Championship. Wesley, super disappointed by that, says he will fight both Bate and Gacy at Battleground. So that that honestly is going to be a banger. Like Gacy, he's been a pretty fucking good in the ring himself lately. I'm looking forward to that match. Von Wagner backstage. He's still not going to tell Mr. Stone about that stupid picture uh, with him and the big scar on his head. I mean, Von Wagner, dude, he was, like, chatting with a girl or something before. This guy has, like, zero mic skills. He is so unconvincing. Everything he says sounds very, very scripted. It's, he's not good, man. There's a reason he has Mr. Stone with him. And you need, I don't, I don't like what's going on with this. I I am not a fan. Any apologies for any small meowing that's in the background. We, uh, my wife and I got a new kitty this week, and she's just getting settled in. She is exploring the downstairs right now. So you may hear her uh, meow a little bit in the background. There's <laughs> not much I can do about it. Okay, so we got Roxanne Perez versus JC Jane. This is another match in the NXT Women's Championship Tournament. JC Jane clocks Perez with a nice discus forearm. That thing was gorgeous. Thumbs up for that. Perez fights back, hits... Pop rocks for the W, and she advances. Pretty hard-hitting, quick match, especially that forearm. They did a whole bunch of replays for it. I replayed it for my wife so she can get a good look at it. That thing was gorgeous. Gigi, after, jumps JC Jane, and they continue their hatred of each other. Carmelo and Trick, they take over the ring. They want Braun to come out. Braun Breaker arrives with a bunch of security guards. An exchanging of word. This pisses off Carmelo. He flies over the ropes. Damn near misses everything. He just barely gets a little bit of that security. Melo and Breaker fight for a little bit. Melo kicks Braun in the dick. And the show ends. A solid NXT. You know, setting up some matches for Battleground. The women's tournament. Nah, it's it's not as good as I was hoping. I feel like they're not giving the women enough time in their matches. They're, they've been pretty short matches. Short but sweet. Like, it's not bad. I was just expecting more. Because tournaments, like I've said, on NXT, a lot of the times they pull out a tournament, they're fucking excellent and just fantastic showcases for the new talent. But so far, it's been a little bit of a letdown with, um, with this tournament. 6 out of 10 for NXT this week. And we will move on to the AEW. We got Dynamite. They're in Austin, Texas this week. Texas! Wardlow demands that Christian to try and come out here and spit in his face. I don't know why you want that to go down. So Christian comes out. He tries to spit in his face. And a brawl breaks out, obviously. Luchasaurus brings in a ladder. He chokeslams Wardlow through it. And then Christian delivers a unprettier on the ladder. Nice opening segment right here. Again, don't know why you would want a man to come out and spit in your face. But leads to a big brawl. And we're probably going to have a ladder match at some point here. We move on. It is Orange, Cassidy, and Darby Allen versus Big Bill and Lee Moriarty. Lee hits a cool reverse spinning slam thingy into a crossface. That was fucking awesome. Thumbs up for that. We got an orange punch coffin drop combo. Darby pins just like MJF with the like aggressive. I don't know. He pins just like MJF. It's a send a message, goddammit, and he gets the W. Uh, Big Bill after, I mean, Big Bill throughout this match, he was wrecking shot, man. And he was selling good. Like, when when the tables turned, he was selling and quite well for a man of his size. Uh, Everyone looks good. Orange was red as fuck. He took a whooping out there. 7 out of 10, good match. 
We got Blackpool attacking the Young Bucks, who want nothing to do with them. They were just trying to get away and just, no, we don't want it, and they end up getting their asses kicked. Fucking Blackpool. Bunch of hooligans, I tell ya. Arn Anderson with the most dramatic throwing of paper of all time. Make it, I was dying, it was so bad. Wardlow wants to defend his TNT championship in a ladder match, baby, at double or nothing versus Christian. Christian, one of the most, you know, he's been in a ton of ladder matches. Wardlow, I'm expecting some really crazy shit out of that big man off the ladder. Probably going to see a swan. It's going to be, it's going to be some good shit. Looking forward to that. We got Sammy Guevara versus Exodus Prime, one of the best names in the business. Sammy hits a GTH immediately, pins and wins. Uh, squash match and a warm-up match for Sammy. Uh, he speaks up about Double or Nothing. He's all hyped up. He wants the championship, and yeah, it was an all-right promo. We got Tony Schiavone. He is interviewing Jeff Jarrett, Lethal, and all those goofballs. But instead, they get jumped by FTR. They knock the they grab the giant man and they launch that guy off of the stage through a bunch of cha- bunch of tables. That was fucking awesome. Thumbs up for that. Dax ripping Lethal's clothes off. I don't know what's going on with that. Just wants him naked. Then the giant Singh returns and he destroys FTR. FTR take a couple of guitar shots to the skull and goddamn and holy shit, who is that? It's Kurt Angle's F X wife, Karen Angle. I thought that was her. I was looking at that. I was looking. I was like, is that Karen Angle? It's like I remember Karen Angle was all over TNA Impact Wrestling when I was watching that. She was married to Kurt Angle and then legitimately, you know, had a divorce with Kurt Angle and married Jeff Jarrett. So, you know, it was a really hard time for Kurt Angle during then, but it's all behind them now, sort of. But Kurt Angle, I mean, what what is her name? Karen Jarrett, I guess, in AEW. Very interesting. She looks, you know, good. Not as good as she looked in Impact, but, you know, she's still pretty hot. We got the Outcasts versus Hikaru Shida and Britt Baker. Soraya being a cheater on the outside, getting involved. Sheeta gets the hot tag. She is throwing bombs, and she dies onto the outcast. Really nice. Soraya sprays Sheeta in the face with spray paint. Tony hits Storm Zero, pins, and wins. Solid tag team match right here. Sheeta was on absolute fire, but the shenanigans of the outcast outweigh the talent of Sheeta. We got Orange Cassidy announces a 21-man blackjack battle royale for the All-Atlantic Championship at double or nothing. I mean, goddamn, that that should be fantastic. And now we got the big announcement from Tony Khan. He announces a new Saturday show called Collision. It will be making its debut on June 17th. So, might be added to the weekly recap here. I'll just have to wait and see what the show is. I I think it's actually going to be based on wrestling. It's not going to be like All Access, which is like a behind the scenes situation. I'm excited. I mean, I think AEW may arguably have too many shows already. I mean, including the YouTube shows of Dark, All Access, Rampage, Dynamite, and what's what's the other one? I'm missing one of them, but that's like five shows. So, I mean, it's fine. They got a lot of talent to fill out the shows, but it's it's too much for me personally to keep up with all of it. We move on now to the Falls Count Anywhere match. All extra members of both squads are banned from this match. It is Roderick Strong versus Chris Jericho, Roddy going ham on Jericho's chest. It is so fucking red, like right away, and it's a pretty long match. We got a long way to go here, folks. Thumbs up for this. Fight goes out into the crowd. Roddy tossing Chris onto a railing that looked like it hurt. Strong drops Jericho onto a merchandise counter again, just right on his back. Looked painful, and it made me giggle, so that's a thumbs up. 
Jericho gets a face full of ice cream and he sells it so good. Just all over his face. I, God damn it, Chris, you're so fucking good. A mass of fans are following this fight. They're just walking through the concourse and stuff. And there's just like a hundred people behind them just walking with them. Uh, Fucking hilarious visual. They leave the building allowing a waiting Adam Cole to attack Jericho. Roddy pins and wins. It's a vicious fight right here. I mean, Jericho was just a mound of ground beef after this match. (laughs) He got his ass kicked within minutes, man. I mean, it was a very hard-hitting fight. uh, Sold beautifully as well, especially the ice cream spot. I mean, oh, Chris Jericho is so, so good at making himself look like a goof and look like a silly. I mean, it's it's great. He's so good. Roddy was an absolute animal out there. Great fight. Eight out of ten. We move on. It is Jungle Boy versus Roosh with Jose. As is tradition, the extension cord makes its appearance. I don't think that they used it, but they pull it out within like a minute of the match. Makes me laugh. Roosh suplexes Jungle Boy off of the apron. Really scary landing right there for Jungle Boy. He just barely avoided breaking his neck. We got Roosh argues with the referee. Jungle Boy rolls him up, grabs the tights, and wins. Solid match right here for Jungle Boy. After the match, he gets jumped, but the pillars come out to help out Jungle Boy. So they don't want him getting hurt before their big match at double or nothing. Makes sense. I like that. We got Tony Storm. She challenges Hater for the title at Double or Nothing. That should be an absolute fucking war. I mean, Tony Storm, Jamie Hater might be two of the hardest hitting women I've seen in a long time. It is now time for the main event. It is Jay White with Juice Robinson versus Ricky Stocks. Jay White laying in those heavy chops of his. I mean, I love that shit. Jay White has one of the one of the nicest loud chops uh, in the business right now. Ricky dealing with lots of shenanigans from Juice on the outside. He gets sick of it and hits Jay White with a chair, getting disqualified. I mean, not not the finish that I would want out of this match since these two have been going at it for weeks and weeks. They finally have the Jay White versus Ricky Stocks and they end with the DQ. I mean, it's it's smart. It's a good way to keep this rivalry going. It was a really solid match. I'm looking forward to a more shenanigan-free match, hopefully in the future. And then Don Callis is interviewed by Tony Schiavone. Don claims he did everything for Kenny Omega, and he would be nothing without Don Callis. Oh, ho, oh, ho. Omega runs out, dropping security guards left and right. Then he is overwhelmed by the Blackpool Combat Club. Kenny gets saved by the Young Bucks, and to a massive ovation, it is Hangman Adam Page. Big brawl, the Elite versus Blackpool at double or nothing, baby. That will be a banger. And that is the end of the show. Really good show. uh, Setting up some big matches for Double or Nothing. They didn't go all out with this show, obviously, because they don't want anyone to get hurt. They're just a week or so away now from their big pay-per-view, so they want to keep everyone in good shape. And, buddy, I am excited for Double or Nothing. Looking like it's going to be a fantastic show. Good Dynamite, 7 out of 10. We'll go to Rampage now, since they decided they're going to have it early this week. They are just all over the fucking map. Okay, so we got Jer- Chris Jericho back on commentary, which is, I mean, fuck, you, you don't know how awesome that guy is until you don't see him on commentary for one week, but Chris Jericho, fuck yeah, on commentary, they're also still in Austin, Texas, starting off with Bandito and Best Friends versus the Blackpool Combat Club with Danielson. 
The match gets absolutely out of control. Blackpool showing off the elite teamwork, nailing their finishers in sequence for the W. Just a classic banger opening match for Rampage featuring John Moxley. Blackpool, stiff beat down. Best friends, they were feeling it. Last week, I called them out for being a little sleepy. They were awake this week looking really good. And they were uh, feeling it with that classic offense. And, of course, they gave the people what they want with a nice big old hug with Bandito. That was good. Wild finish. I mean, everyone was getting in their offense. Looked good. But Blackpool gets the win. 8 out of 10. That was a great trios match. We move on. It is Jade Cargill versus, I think her name was Danny V. I'm not 100%. Jade with a couple of really, really nasty looking boots to the face. She pins and wins. But Jade ain't done yet. Uh, Genesis comes out to challenge for the championship. And the Genesis of Genesis is over before it begins. She eats a spear and a Jaded. And Jade Jade Cardigill is 58-0 now. Another challenger comes out. But instead, she gets knocked out by Taya Valkyrie. Taya makes her way to the ring. Puts the champion down with a Valhalla, whatever the hell her finisher is called. She challenges her for a match at double or nothing for the TBS championship and fuck yeah man that was actually one of the best Jade Cargill squash segments I've seen in a while bringing out multiple people she absolutely fucking demolished them those big boots were brutal looking and yeah Taya coming out actually showing off that maybe she's a legit you know challenge for Jade Cargill so I really like this segment thumbs up and we got the acclaimed versus the varsity athletes we got a really funny Tony Nice and Daddy Ass. They have a like an ab ab off. They're showing off the ridiculous abs. You know, keep in mind that Daddy Ass is like 50-something, 60 now, and he is in the best shape of his life. He's always been in ridiculously good shape, and the dude is out of control. Uh, but Tony Nice gets, gets a little bit jealous. He yucks the yum and just attacks Daddy Ass instead of showing off the abs. So, I don't know. That was a really funny segment right there. I'm going to give that a thumbs up. The match continues. Acclaimed hit the arrival for the W, and it was just a really entertaining match with the Acclaimed and a good rap at the beginning as well. We move on. It is the Hardys and Cassidy. They get interrupted by a super desperate Ethan Page. He's acting like he's still friends with them, but no. It's a sneak attack. Oh, no. The guns in Page. They squish Isaiah Cassidy's neck in a chair. It was a funny segment, you know, with Paige and Cassidy. They were friends, but now enemies. And Ethan Page reminding him, it's like, hey, man, remember, we were going to be a tag team. We were going to be called the Moan Event. I'm like, that. that's pretty good. Ah. Anyway, good segment. I'll give it a thumbs up. We got Jericho. He challenges Adam Cole, baby, to a non-sanctioned match. Chris rips up the restraining order like an idiot. Adam Cole bolts into the arena, beelines for Chris Jericho, and they get it on, King. They're getting it on, King. And it was pretty funny. I mean, that's, that's going to be bananas. Non-sanctioned match, Jericho. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good stuff. We move on. It is the main event. It is Bishop Khan with Prince Nana versus Dustin Rhodes. Dustin gets tossed. He goes headfirst into the camera, and he is a bloody mess. Absolutely classic Rhodes family right here. Khan putting a beat down on Dustin until Dustin finally he hulks up for a resilient victory over the Beast. Good old school match right here. Nice win for the veteran Dustin Rhodes in his hometown. I mean, that was good. 7 out of 10. 
After the Mo- the Mogul Embassy, they come out, beat down Dustin. Out comes Keith Lee, who came out with Dustin, but I guess he left, and now he came out again. All right. Uh, he also gets overwhelmed by the numbers. Lee gets manhandled by Khan and Cage. He gets put through a ch- well, he gets put on a chair, and then Swerve stomps him on the chair, going through the chair. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, it was an effective beatdown. A lady was crying in the crowd, so you know she was beside herself. She just couldn't handle that shit. Really good rampage, man. Seven and a half out of ten. We will finish it off now with SmackDown. They were in South Carolina, so okay, getting all the Carolina up in there. Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Paul Heyman come out to the ring. They take seven fucking minutes to say a word. Roman says, acknowledge me. Crowd goes nuts. And then they get immediately interrupted by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Sami chats with Roman, tells him he's not as good as the Usos, and he won't win the tag team championships. The Usos sneak attack Sami and Kevin Owens, but Roman ain't happy about that. And, I mean, honestly, that I didn't like that opening. It was kind of flat. I didn't feel it from Roman. I didn't even really feel it from Sammy. He kind of felt like he was just recycling the same thing that he said week after week after week. And it just it wasn't there. It felt really flat for me. But then, backstage, you got Roman Reigns, 11 out of 10, flipping out on the Usos, uh, telling the Usos to get the hell out of here. And that was way better. I mean, Roman was fired up. He was, like, really just screaming and yelling and stuff. It was good. It was nice. We move on, it is the Brawling Brutes with Sheamus versus Pretty Deadly making their debut. Ridge with both members of Pretty Deadly on his shoulders delivers a slam, that's just very impressive. Strength right there, I'm going to give him a thumbs up. Pretty Deadly outsmart the referees and the Brutes with shenanigans. They hit the spilt milk for the W, and a pretty solid debut for Pretty Deadly. Uh, Though Butch, I thought, was the MVP of the match. Uh, They showed off uh, what Pretty Deadly are all about, they're... They're just, I don't know, they outsmart, outsmart their opponents with shenanigans usually. But, I mean, they made the Brutes look good, so it was pretty solid. Not bad. And then we got Asuka versus Selena Vega. Asuka's mask falls off during the entrance just a little bit. Doesn't hit the ground, but I noticed it. And then Selena comes out with her new mask. It's got, like, fucking lights on it or whatever. She puts it on then takes it right off, so I don't know what the hell she's doing. Uh, Selena hits a 619 Meteor, a combo, but it's not enough to put down Asuka. Asuka comes back, catches Selena in a submission, and it's over. Another solid, quick match for Selena. I mean, is she not allowed to have, a, like, a long match for some reason? Anyway, Asuka attacks Selena after the match. Belair out for the save. Asuka spits the miss, the mist, but Bianca is able to avoid most of it this time. We got the Waller effect with AJ Styles. Big ol' introduction for Waller. Pumping up his tires with a whole list of accolades. And they got the lights out with the spotlights. It was well done. Waller announces Seth will be the winner. And AJ Styles is upset. And honestly, I'm a little bit upset. That segment sucked. I mean, the the pump up and everything was good. And then, like, the interview between Waller and AJ was crap. And they're still doing the those shitty fake comments rolling down on the bottom uh, during the segment. Really, really, like, it annoys me. It really draws my attention to reading the comments that are really paying attention to the to the segment. I don't like it. Thumbs down. We got a tag team match. It is the Street Profits versus LA Knight. Yeah. And Rick Boogs. Okay. Boogs pressing forward above his head like he is a set of weights. And he even gets, like, a full set in. He, like... What he what like pumps him up like ten times or something just outrageous and he's not even done with that. Then Dawkins comes in and Boogs lifts him like weights. I mean, goddamn, that was awesome. Thumbs up for that. 
Profits take over. We got a spine buster and then a massive splash from Ford for the W. I mean, damn, Boogs was awesome in that match. Really good to see that guy back. I mean, he had really good momentum up until he cut his hair and then he got injured and uh, hoping that he can get his momentum back. He doesn't have the guitar anymore, but hopefully he's still going to do that shrieking thing that he was doing. And, I mean, really solid tag team match overall. The experience of the Profits was just too much for the new tag team. No, they're not going to be a new tag team because LA Knight attacks Rick Boogs after the their defeat. And, I mean, I kind of like them as a team, but I think that them fighting each other is going to be better. Yeah. We got Cameron Grimes. He tells us that he's going to the moon. All right. Moving on, it's Alba Fire and Isla Dawn versus Faroise and Leon. I think that's her name. The NXT Women's Champions absolutely squash their opponent with uh, that really awesome, like, it's a gory bomb and a Russian leg sweep combo. Really awesome. And honestly, I feel a little bit bad for, for Royce and her partner because I think they're better than that. Like, they got a good look. They they dress the same. They look like a legitimate women's tag team, and they just don't utilize them. So, I don't know. I think they're better than squash matches. So, Liv Morgan injured last week. And uh, so, her and Raquel are forced to relinquish the women's tag team championship, uh, championships. They're going to have a four-way tag team match for new champions. Uh, Raquel needs a new partner, but she's still going to be in the match. So... I mean, really shitty news for Liv Morgan. I kind of, I don't want to say that I saw it coming, but the way that Liv Morgan's been wrestling the last little while, very, very reckless. I feel like it was only a matter of time before she ended up getting hurt, but it wasn't her own fault. She took a really gnarly kick to the shoulder, I believe it was, and that's what did it. But still, unfortunate news for Liv Morgan. She actually had some pretty decent momentum behind her, though I'm not her biggest fan at all. It's time for Austin Theory to cut a promo. I uh, really love how he dealt with the what chant. Um, he was just going off, like, complaining about how he has to defend in a triple threat or something. And the crowd's just doing the what. And he's like, Haha, what? I know, right? And I, I just thought that was a really clever way to shut it down because it did work. They stopped whatting him right after that. So, well done. Sheamus then comes out. He kicks Theory right in the face and then leaves. I thought it was a good promo from Theory, man. I, I thought it was decent, and I am very down for Sheamus versus Austin Theory. That should be really good. We got Paul Heyman. He is hyping up the Usos. Jay says yeet, but Jimmy, he is hesitant to say yeet. He still says yeet, but he was a little bit hesitant. So, oh my God, something bad's going to happen. It is time for the main event. It's LWO, Rey Mysterio, and Santos Escobar versus the Uso Bros. Uso's cutting off the LWO. Jay hits a really nice neck breaker, like throws him up, catches him. Well done. Thumbs up for that. Kevin Owens and Sammy interfere with the Uso's LWO, getting the W here. Just a good classic. Slow build to that high pace finish. Lots of near falls. And the shenanigan finish, though, I don't like shenanigans. It was actually kind of funny to see it happening to the Usos. They were like completely surprised by the interference. And yeah, it was effective. It worked. I thought it was a really good tag team match. Seven and a half out of ten. And that is the end of SmackDown. thought it was a pretty darn solid SmackDown. I mean, they, they're showing off a couple of interesting things. I, I felt like they did an okay job at showing off the new guys. The Waller effect wasn't as good as I thought, but it showed off exactly what Grayson Waller's all about, just a all about himself, a douchebag. They did the same with Pretty Deadly, though they're not like the most insane in the ring, but they're an entertaining tag team. I thought that was pretty decent. Boogs and LA Knight could be interesting. 
I mean, addressing the Liv Morgan and Rodriguez problem, that having to take the titles away, I felt like they did a good job band-aiding that up. We're going to have a fatal four-way or four-way tag match for the titles. That should be good. Knight of Champions, you know, it's looking pretty all right. Getting up there. We're getting close to the show. And, uh, yeah, pretty solid SmackDown. I'm going to give it a six and a half out of ten. And we'll finish off the show with the three stars of the week. It's uh, It was a pretty good week, pretty good week. We're going to give out one shout-out before we get into the three stars. The Dyad versus the Creed Bros on NXT. I mean, Dyad, an extremely underrated tag team. They used to be the Grizzled Young Veterans. Great tag team right there. Now they're in the Dyad. Still getting it done, man. I really enjoy watching those two wrestle. They're fucking really, really good. And the Creeds are excellent. I mean, they they went through a little bit of a patch there where they were um, a little all over the map. And now it looks like hopefully they're back on track, back to tag team wrestling, getting some good matches in. And I can watch them fight the Dyad any, any week. That was good shit. And now for the official three stars. Third star is going to... The Intercontinental number one contenders battle royale on Raw. Thought that was a really, really well done. They did a good job at giving. They even they did a little bit of everything. They they set up some tag team matches that could be in the future with Viking Raiders. They set up a whole bunch of other potential rivalries. JD McDonough versus Dolph Ziggler's got me a little bit wet, so I can get down with that. That was a that was a great, well done battle royale. Second star of the week is going to. Blackpool versus the Bandito and the Best Friends on Rampage. Really awesome, classic opening Rampage match. Just a banger, ass-kicking, lots of big spots, lots of near falls. Just really fucking solid trios match. First star of the week goes to... It's my boy, it's Chris Jericho and Roderick Strong in the Falls Count Anywhere match. I mean, fuck, so... Really well done. I mean, they went all around the arena. Good fight in the crowd. An even better fight out in the concourse. Jericho selling the ice cream to the face like a champion. I mean, Chris is so good at making himself look like an idiot. And making everyone else look like a million bucks. Roddy was on fire, just whooping some ass. Chopping down Chris Jericho like a fucking piece of piece of wood or something, you know. It was a really fun match. I also love that visual of the crowd walking with them. That was fucking awesome. It was like a parade. Like, oh, it was really good. I liked it. That's my favorite match of this week. Let me know what matches were your favorite, and that is it, everybody. You are free. It's the weekend, baby. Enjoy yourself. It's the long weekend, as a matter of fact. It's raining right now, so it's not really nice for me on my long weekend, but I hope everybody out there is enjoying it. Be safe, be good, and all that stuff. Don't get too crazy, but have fun. You know what I'm saying? And if you want, uh, we got the... GamerCast this Monday is going to be a retro backlog episode. We're going to be taking a look at... Well, thank, well, now my, well, like I said, I have a little kitty down here. She's new, and she's knocking stuff over and making sounds. So she's, she'll learn when to be quiet when I'm doing my shows and whatnot. But uh, Monday will be Super Mario World. You can look forward to that. I'm revisiting that game. I grew up with it. Never beat it. Never beat that game until 2023. So going to be interesting to see what people think about my thinks on that game. So that'll be fun on Monday. Wednesday we'll be back with the uh, with the wrestling cast. We got the third round of the NHL playoffs on their way with one of the craziest game ones ever. So we'll be talking about that on Wednesday. Uh, you can go back and check out any of the older gamer cast. There's over 30 of them now. There's a bunch of them you can go check out. There was a Versus episode not too long ago. Xbox 360 versus the PS3 versus the Wii. That was a really fun episode. You can go back and check out. Going to be tons of old retro games, new games that I'm playing. 
at some point I'm playing through Tears of the Kingdom right now. There's there's bound to be a a, a gamer cast on that at some point because everyone in the world is playing that game right now. So that'll be upcoming at some point. If you're if you're bored of podcast, you want something else, well I got you covered, bro. Go check out the YouTube channel. Link is down below, or you can just look it up. Gamer GX videos playing through Resident Evil 8 Village over there right now. So if you want to watch a 30 year old man get scared, uh, be my guest. Go over there and check it out. I get scared almost every single fucking video. So you know, go over there. It's a good time. I like that game. I'm playing through it blind. I never played it before, so it's just me experiencing the game as, as the first time. So all the scares are legit. And yeah, it's a pretty fun time over there. So if you want to go check it out, be my guest. You can follow along on Twitter and all that great stuff. But that is it for me. Go enjoy yourself a nice long weekend and maybe some hockey and some video games. That sounds good to me. 